Make You Happen podcast with Sanjay Desai. A podcast that will empower you in achieving everyday success. Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 6 of the Make You Happen podcast series. I think we are having quite a journey together and it's really exciting to be with you again. In episode 5, we saw how the pushes and pulls in real life bring in deceptive expectations affect our focus and require resilience. This roller coaster nature of our world leads me now to management of our risk appetite. Taking risks to embrace entrepreneurship has now become quite glamorous, especially in the technology space where investors are lining up at the campus to bet on you, why not? It has become a mainstream alternative space. I also became an entrepreneur attracted to the dot-com times. But of course, those times vanished very soon. Later, I faced so many ups and downs. So it does get risky along the way. A fair bit of my risk appetite came from my belief system. While I took up the journey with a nest egg of survival funds, I had a purpose to bridge the material and spiritual and I had self-belief given my educational and career background. Well, I have also been told that being from a Banya background, I must be naturally suited to take risks. Banyas are supposed to be traditional risk takers. And they believe that doing your own thing is the key to prosperity. (laughs) My prospective in-laws had lots of doubts about my future prosperity since I was employed at the time Aarti and I were discussing marriage. So is there something like natural risk appetite? Maybe some of us could be wired to be natural risk takers. But now there is also this whole segment of farmers, small traders, artisans or street vendors for whom taking risks seems to be choiceless. That is the only way for them. I have always marveled how manifesting in their life seems to come naturally to them. Some of them even make it so big. We have all heard about success stories from hand carts on the street to branded chain outlets. Grounded and without much ado, firm belief in their abilities, consistent hard work, determination, shraddha or faith in some god seem to carry most of them through. Persisting with their actions, they accept whatever reward that comes along. Aren't they like karma yogis and bhakti yogis in action? That's amazing. Have you ever considered how that belief system comes with an intrinsic risk appetite? That brings me to one more question. Does academic education and training make us skewed in our left brain development so that we become risk averse? Once when I was visiting Mark Giri, I was perplexed to find a scribble notice hanging outside a door. Do not disturb. Imagine that in the remote Himalayas. It was clearly out of place. And so I asked her, Ma, what is this you put up outside the door? She started laughing. She said, Sanjay, you know, so many pilgrim tourists come here 
and they are curious to meet a holy person. Educated people come, they see the notice and they go back. But the uneducated ones, they don't get stopped by a notice. They have to see me and she started laughing again. When we look at the educated middle class, aren't we risk averse? Aren't we afraid to question and go beyond a no? We don't want to lose our face and we don't want to compromise on our security. We get driven by those fears. We want to take risks only when we see higher returns as a ticket to prosperity. Underneath this veneer, can we really have great conviction about the goal we are pursuing? When the risks are just for rewards, our attention unconsciously stays on the rewards, diluting the focus on the goal. And that comes in the way of success. And we end up self-sabotaging ourselves. Our risk appetite has an intense hidden impact through all our decisions, business plans, whether we want to scale up or not, how much control we want and how much we want to let go of it, and how resilient we are. For example, if I am risk averse, I can't weather downturns. I should then be careful how much do I overextend during boom times. Conversely, when things are looking up, I will fail to take risks that would give me a significant leap. If we are aware of our risk-taking capacities, we can balance the external influences with our personality sensitively. Else it still impacts us, but in a hidden manner. I have often wondered if not looking at our risk profile proactively is cultural. Have you noticed how easily we take risks in crossing roads or driving vehicles in India? Is it out of genuine faith or is it blind? Are we just steeped in accepting destiny? Jo mil gaya, usi ko mukaddar samad liya? We have this chalta hai, dekhi jayegi attitude. When the time comes, we will meet it. Is it really being carefree or is it escapism? We definitely have some kind of inner resistance or inability to consider our risk appetite since we have to face our insecurities and emotional complexities. We just do not want to go there. Now, let's speak about our performance pressures. Whereas we all begin manifesting journeys with dreams and goals, it is now become an adage that the journey becomes the destination. In sports or arts, it is so commonly seen that it is a performance that takes center stage rather than rewards. In fact, peak performances can be so addictive that artists sometimes have to resort to substances to experience the same highs as they do in performances. Experiencing fulfillment in action is such a huge deal. It has become a strong motivator to take up different activities in life, whether professional or as hobbies. Fulfillment actually helps us in sustaining journeys over a long term. The paradox is that exactly when we want to lose ourselves in our performance, we also have to contend with performance pressures. Performance pressure is a culminating impact of all the challenges we face in the journey. Stress, anxieties and nervousness in performing 
is the most common cause of failures. We covered a lot of ground in challenges. Failures, managing hurdles, taking bets, overpromising and so on. All of them weigh in on us subconsciously. They stalk us as if they are our shadow. Collectively, these shadows come together and influence the performance of our actions. Let's say you have to cross a river in your journey. And as you get ready to cross, from nowhere, the winds become strong, clouds gather and make things dark, rains lash suddenly, and the currents of the river become turbulent. Now you have to cross the river in a storm, which you yourself beckoned. Feels like self-sabotaging? We want to bring out our best. Subconsciously, we know that our authentic self brings out the best in us. However, we feel so much drag from these hidden shadows that are stalking us. We end up battling our own selves, our shadows, exactly when we are supposed to be focused on performing. What is the result? Dilution of our actions due to our own doubts, fears and confusion. We therefore then seek out external stimulants to calm us down. Coffee, smoke, mints and even substances in crucial events of peak performances. But at the end of the day, they are all a palliative like paracetamol. And what about the other significant side effects they bring in? How did I manage my performance pressures? I too had a lot of coffee, tea and food. I satisfied my sweet cravings at bedtime to take care of my day's stresses. And resultantly over the years, I have become overweight and got a belly and diabetes too. Fortunately, I did not take to smoking or alcohol. What was the choice? Stressed about doing the best consistently. This is what we unconsciously learn about tackling pressures. And then we keep going through the same addictive ritual. Let's take a pause here and try and make sense of the essence of what I have been speaking about in the last few episodes. We covered external challenges in episode 4 and learned that we have to learn to swim the tides. The ocean brings whatever it brings. There is a mythological story called Samudra Manthan where gods and asuras come together to churn the sea to get its treasures. And guess what? The sea churns out poison also. In the epilogue of my book, Jasmine Builds on Shifting Sands, I have spoken in detail about this. In episode 5, we saw how the ups and downs of the world affect us. The nature of the world is essentially cyclic. But we try to walk a linear focused path towards our goal. This natural friction causes continuous challenges in managing ourselves. Stress, anxieties, all the emotional ups and downs. Do we have the risk appetite for it? Are we resilient enough? Let's for a moment visualize all these challenges. Let's look at them as barricades that we have to leap over in our run to reach the stage of actual performance. Each hurdle has a weight disc that has to be taken care of. 
As we take each disc, we just put it in our backpack. We are in a big hurry. As we cross every hurdle, we keep adding more and more weight to our backpack. We should have smartly flung the weight away once through, but we haven't learned to do that. So, when we arrive at the performance arena, we are laden with all the weight straddled to us and there is no time to take care of that weight. Our performance gets affected and we are back to repeating the cycle again and again until we learn how to run without the weights. We thus go through a very intense journey of manifesting our dreams. We finally do succeed, but then success comes with collateral damage too. Our health suffers, our relationships suffer, we lose our authenticity, we lose our innocence, vitality and glow. It is as if our personality gets gradually corroded and jaded by constant exposure to the internal storms of emotions that we keep facing and that we keep suppressing through stimulants. Some people then say that Saturn or Pluto visited us to give us complete consequences of our actions. Just performance action doesn't count. All actions leading to performance also count in our karmas. Therefore, this whole journey and its consequences made me deeply introspective. Conscious sleep and make you happen became a result of those contemplations. Our next episode is a culminating episode for this phase of the series. We will arrive at the substratum or the underlying core syndrome that is the cause and nature of all these challenges and consequences that we face regularly. I am eagerly looking forward to seeing you again. My best to you. Bye-bye. Make You Happen podcast with Sanjay Desai. A podcast that will empower you in achieving everyday success.